All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So much to cover today. We have lots of updates for you guys. Lots of fun to go over our weekend getaway this past weekend that we're going to quickly touch on. But before we get to all of that, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is a lifestyle site that is geared towards helping you find people that make sense for you. So if you are looking for a couple, a single guy, a single woman to go to an event, whatever the case may be, you're going to find it on Cassidy. And there's also lots of other resources on there. For example, communities like ours. We have our Vegas Hot Wives community and our Front Porch Swingers community where we talk about all things podcast. But you can find communities for your favorite clubs, resorts, event hosts, and so much more there as well. So if you go to our website, frontporchswingers.com, and go to the bottom of the homepage, there's a little Cassidy banner at the bottom. And if you click it and sign up for Cassidy, they're going to allow you to try it and all of its features free for 30 whole days. There's no commitment. You can try it out. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. But we think you're really going to enjoy Cassidy. So again, frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner to try it today for 30 free days. So like we said, lots to go over today. I feel like, uh, so let's start with something really fun from last week. Okay. I had a play session last week that I was very excited about because the gentleman that I played with, I have kind of sort of had a soft swap thing with or a soft experience with before. Yes. And he was so fucking cool that first time. So I was dying to have him back over. And we did that last week. And also, you guys can see it on OnlyFans because that's why he came over. Yeah, well, you you had a good enough time with him that you just wanted to have him over so you could fuck him is what you wanted to do. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I got to uh, I got to see some of that video. That was hot stuff. And heard it, obviously, as well while you were doing some work. Yeah, I was uh, editing it on the computer. And you're like, what the fuck is... Are you watching porn in the middle of your work day? I'm like, well, technically, but it's my porn. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yours. Yeah, very hot. I uh, stepped out for a couple hours, let you guys play which was awesome yeah you stepped out you were running some errands which i always kind of love too i love being naughty when i know you're not being naughty there's something extra taboo about that for me for whatever reason yeah you were getting fucked all over the place and i was like buying soap and having a cup of coffee. <laughs> you and, did. You went to Lush, I'm pretty sure. You went yeah, and bought bath bombs while I'm getting railed. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I just do the real fucking basic shit while you're, you know, getting pounded out at the house. So, uh, yeah, that was a good time. Absolutely. God, our relationship's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was some fun stuff. Not only do I get fucked, but my man brings me back bath bombs. I well, mean, we needed them, you know, especially because we have been taking a lot of baths and just kind of reconnecting and, and it's a great decompression for us. We've always done that like at least once a week and like last night for example we did the same we had just gotten back now from palm springs yesterday and we had the opportunity to just drop a bomb in the tub and soak and just kind of replay the weekend's events which were not the norm for us at all 
Yeah, which we're going to talk about as well. So as mentioned last episode, we, and actually a few episodes now, we went to BFF in Palm Springs this past weekend, and it was interesting. First of all, we fucking loved Palm Springs. Yeah, what a great town. It is so cool. The downtown area is so cool. It's very progressive, lots of LGBTQ support, and that was just very, very cool to see. And the event itself was interesting. First, I will say it was fucking cold, especially yeah. when the sun went down it got we were not expecting that well it was chilly well of course listen we're in the desert obviously palm springs also a fucking desert and at night there was it was really chilly and there's some missteps right i mean the idea that there wasn't enough portable heaters to go around in fact there was one which i parked under most of the night because i'm fucking weenie and i wanted it to be warm so I had my onesie and my robe on parked under this fucking heater pretty much all night long. You were a giant weenie. You had your hood up. You had your beanie on. You now, to like... be fair, everyone else was fucking freezing, too. And once they realized we had the heater, they were all around us. Yeah, we definitely met some people that yes, way. So. Yes, we had the, we had, it was like the, being a, the, the caveman with the only fire. Yeah, but know? the reality is you're not getting naked when it when you're that cold. I Fuck mean, the no. idea of taking... I had two robes on. Yeah. I had a piece of... I went dressed up. I put on this really cute little green teddy number and I had a cute robe over top of it but I was so freezing that I had to put another robe on top of that yeah. I had slippers on my feet and the idea of taking all of that off or even any of it off to have sex that was not happening no we had one one of our friends she was laying on the bed underneath the uh, you know the cabana right there by the by the heater and she's got the robe on she's got slippers on she has towels over her she had a blanket over her it's fucking cold man no one's getting naked in that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just one of those things that we knew it was going to be chilly, which is why everyone tells you to bring a robe, but we were yeah. not expecting to be fucking freezing. No. It did not exactly result in the sexiest of times for us. No, not at all. So no. it was, you know, I would say the event was not a huge success for us personally, but we still had a great weekend with each other and we still got to go somewhere new and, and experience a new town together, which we always love. We did. And we got to connect with some of our local Vegas friends who who were also there. In fact, I think we counted, we represented 12 of the people that were at this event. Yeah. And also we should say part of why this wasn't probably the best representation of this event, a lot of people canceled last minute. Yes. So it was not super busy at all. In fact, there were many instances when we were on property where there was just a few people running around because again, you could walk three blocks and be downtown in this bustling fucking area. It was just so much fun. And inside and warm. And warm. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was it was not the sexiest. It was not the craziest weekend for us by any means. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we had the experience. Um, and like you said, we got to connect more with some of the locals here in Vegas that we hope to see again in the future. So yeah. it was uh, an interesting weekend for us. For sure. And like we just enjoyed getting out of town. It was fun. Yeah. I would totally go back to Palm Springs. Oh, my God. I want to go back tomorrow. I freaking yeah. love Palm Springs. Yeah, very cool town. So now that we're back, too, we're realizing very quickly that our week is filling up very, very quickly. Our dance card was full before we even got back, and I didn't even realize it because, you know, we go out of town. It's like, fuck, I lose track of days. Yeah. You know, like I didn't even realize, of course, today is Monday uh, as we're recording this, and it's going up today. We are so far behind. And then it's like, oh, fuck, we have plans tonight. Yes. I have plans, naughty plans, tomorrow during the day. Yes, you do. Then we have plans tomorrow night, potentially with some friends who are here from out of town. 
Yes. And then R and C, two of our favorite yes. people. And then you are potentially going to be fucked crazy on Thursday by a friend. Yes. In fact, in fact, he and I are kind of planning a little date and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it is a very unique idea. And if we actually end up doing it, I think you're going to be really excited by what happens. Yeah. So that's happening. And then you have another gentleman that you're trying to meet either Friday or Saturday or something, I think, right? Hopefully Wednesday actually is what I'm thinking right now. So yeah, so we have lots of plans. I mean, literally every night we have something going on. And I mean, that's exciting for us too, because we have taken some breaks. We We had some adult, you know, not the greatest things going on. So we took a break for that. And then we were in Palm Springs and we just haven't been as active as I would like for us to be. No. And so we're we're excited to get back into it and connect with some people that we're, we really enjoy. But I did want to talk about this single guy because I'm really, really excited about him. And I was trying to decipher why, because obviously he's a beautiful man. He has sent me a few photos now and he is so fucking attractive. How old a guy are we talking about? I have no idea. If I had to guess from his photos, maybe early 30s. Interesting. Yeah, because we had this conversation with another, uh, a couple of people at uh, BFF about, a, a gal actually, about the age range at which she's kind of finds herself attracted to men. And it was interesting because that 30 to 40 range is someplace that seems to be difficult for you particularly and for this uh, particular gal also. Yeah, I'm typically interested in men in their mid to late 20s or men in their 40s and 50s. Yeah, it is weird. very rare for me to connect with and be super excited about a guy from 30 to 40. We were talking about it. Do they just fucking lose their minds for a decade or what yeah, the fuck Yeah, potentially. Is it? Well, and it's interesting because as this weekend was kind of going on, I, I noticed for whatever reason that she was gravitating toward the older guys and this was an older definitely an older crowd that we were uh, we attended this event with for sure you were on the lower end of the age spectrum i might have been the youngest person I'm th- there. i think you were our friend maybe was the second youngest but you were definitely the youngest I yeah think. and so she you know gravitated towards some of the older guys i thought wow that's really interesting so there is that that 10 year gap that just throws people off i guess i'm I telling know. you guys in their 30s lose it they are the flakiest they are the most likely to reach out with a dick pic they are the most <laughs> likely to reach out telling me that they want my lips around their cock or some crazy shit like that it is almost never the guys in their 20s and 40s and 50s yeah it's weird it really is interesting i if i could survey all of it if i could go back and and put all of it into a spreadsheet i can just about guarantee you that the men in their 30s are the ones i i play with the absolute least because they just get in their own way yeah well hopefully this is not that guy because you are very excited about meeting him i am excited yes and he is in that age range i i would guess probably 32 33 from his photos super attractive but as i'm looking back through the message i'm trying to understand why i'm so excited because as i'm telling you about it and as he and i are making plans i'm getting giddy i'm getting turned on and that doesn't happen all the time a lot of times it really takes me meeting someone in person and getting that chemistry and seeing if there's magnetism for me to decide if i'm interested or not but i'm interested now like if if this guy wanted to fuck today, I would do it. Well, it's interesting because you also mentioned last night that this guy is potentially looking for a regular play partner, which you've been looking for, yeah, but simply haven't found yet. Now, to be fair, the gentleman you're going to see T on Thursday is someone you've already played with, but he's the first person since we've been in Vegas that you have played with a second time other than the gentleman we just discussed earlier. 
Yes. That was a kind of a soft swap thing. And then you just, you know, you had a, a play session with him. But you're going out on a date with this guy, a legit date, going out, having a drink or whatever. This is the second time. Not a drink. You don't know what it is. Well, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm assuming it's something. Nonetheless, it's the second time you're doing that. That's really the only time that's happened. Yeah. Well, it's been difficult here. I think schedules are weird here. People work really interesting yeah, three times. Shifts. Yeah. And in addition to that, I just think because there's so much going on, it's like we talked about before, that constant shiny new object thing and people get distracted and it's really hard to keep attention myself included if we're being fair well it's interesting because once again i'm going to refer to the event we just attended you talk about people who are far more i don't know let's call it advanced in the space right of, of ethical non-monogamy or what you know consensual non-monogamy whatever umbrella you want to get under and we were, we were chatting with one of the gals that was there's really attractive woman and she was sitting next to you and we were talking to a number of other people because again we were huddled under the only heater and while we're talking she is kind of going over her calendar for the next couple of days yes and she had scheduled time specific time for certain people like okay we're going to get together at six o'clock tomorrow night and then okay we're getting together today at four and like she was laying it out like who she was going to play with who she was going to see and so that pretty much tells you, listen, we have plans. Don't fucking flake on me. Right. Right. I mean, that's it was kind of cool to to watch that whole process because doing that lets me know she's she also knows, like a lot of people, that there are flakes in this fucking space. And if you don't have something definitive, it's likely not going to happen. Like you can't just say, hey, let's meet later. Fuck, that ain't going to work. Which was interesting. Especially here in Vegas because people yeah. get distracted so damn easily. So, yeah, sure. I mean, it's been tough to find something regular and I have no idea if this guy's going to be it or not. I will tell you, I want him real bad. But back to my point, I'm looking back through the messages and I'm trying to understand what's special about him. What is different that is really capturing my attention? And that brings us to single guy tip of the week. It, I think it started off right from the beginning because we're talking a little bit about experience and that sort of thing and almost inevitably i get the question we've talked about it before that i fucking hate which is so what are you into yeah and i don't like that question because it's incredibly open-ended it makes me feel like i have to rack my brain to come up with all of the things i might be into yeah and for me that is a litany i mean i could i could send 12 kick messages and still not get across exactly what all i'm into well look at what just happened this weekend how many people asked us well so how do you guys play holy shit Oh, it's a 20 minute dissertation about how this goes down and it happened like 12 fucking times i would take like a really deep breath and then launch into this long yeah. explanation yeah because the the truth of the matter is we're complex creatures in the lifestyle i especially yes i'm interested me for sure. in a lot of different things so when you ask me what are you into it it immediately turns me off i just think it's a poor question it is what this guy did instead was he said i would like to explain some of the things that i I'm currently looking for and interested in in terms of sex and play and see if those are in alignment with yours. I loved that. First yeah. of all, I think it's an incredibly mature way to bring up the conversation. It made me feel as if he has some definite experience in this. He's not just some yeah. random dude trying to throw his fucking cock out there and see what happens. Also very confident in that in something like that. Very. But the other thing I liked about it was it was controlled. So the things that he sent me, it was almost like a bullet list. 
list of different things that he is currently looking in. Regular play partner, for example, a little bit of kink. He explained what that might look like for him. He's into primal play. He was very concise. I knew exactly what he was looking for. There was no doubt in my mind. And it was so easy for me to respond with, here are the ways in which we are compatible. Here are the boxes I know I can check for you. And that was awesome. It just made the conversation so easy and seamless. And also it allowed us to get past it very quickly because I I often feel like when guys are asking that question, what are you into? They're sitting at home stroking their cock. Of course they are. Waiting to hear what you're going to say, hoping that it's going to turn them on enough that they can make themselves come or something. That's the feeling I get. Let's be honest. It probably doesn't matter what you say as long as you say something because they're touching their cock. Right. So they just want some, you know, assistance in that. Yeah. That question is very lazy to me. You know, what are you into? Uh, Be more specific. I'm into a lot of fucking things. Are we talking sexual or otherwise? You know, like that's just a a lazy question. It's kind of a softball question. And if you are truly interested in my sexual interest, this is a perfect way to do it. Put yours out there first in a concise, thoughtful, respectful way that's not creepy, that doesn't make me think you're at home jerking off while I'm texting you. And you're going to get a lot more information from me in return. Well, it's it's one of those things where it's like they're already they're going to be vulnerable first, which makes you instantly more comfortable. Yes. They're not asking you to be vulnerable for their benefit. It's like, well, let me tell you what I'm into. And these are the kind of things I'm looking for. And some of the things I might down the road be interested in. Hopefully they're in alignment with yours and then open up. And all of a sudden you're more at ease. You're just it's like, OK, I can relax now. Right. And the fact that these weren't generic things that were being thrown out was also very refreshing to me. It wasn't, I like rough sex or I'm looking to explore. That's one you see all the time. I'm really looking for exploration. That could mean literally one of five billion things. Once again, it's that lazy response. It's a response that's very generic. It's just a, it's a way to continue the conversation in a not great way. Well, it often makes me think that they have no idea what they actually want. They absolutely don't. And they don't, well, frankly, I don't think they care. What they want is for you to touch their genitals. Right. Whatever that looks like. Let's just let's just have your mouth or your pussy or whatever on my cock. That's yeah, all I really get. That's all it is. That's <laughs> it's obvious that the end result for them is pretty clear. And however they get to the finish line is how they get there. They got to cut corners, so so be it. And honestly, that's not the worst thing in the world when it's just a hookup because there have right. been times when I have overlooked that crappy behavior because the yeah. guy's super hot and I just want to have sex. I mean, that's a reality of the lifestyle, and yeah. that's okay too. But when it's going to be an ongoing friends with benefits type situation. I need more substance. And this guy presented it right from the beginning. And it was so nice to see. And it made me feel comfortable. And now I just want to fuck him bad. Well, yeah. And that's one of those things that, again, you've been looking for. And we talked about this on the four hour ride back from Palm Springs. What the event that we just attended did for us in terms of opening up our minds and what we're how we can determine what we are really looking for and interested in and want from certain you know aspects of the lifestyle and we've determined, obviously, one of those things is for you particularly to find a regular play partner with whom potentially you could also attend events and, and those types of things. Well, let's be real about that. I think that's an important thing we should talk about because I think the event itself, there was not a lot going on. I think it was too cold and people were leaving property too often for it to be a bustling event. Right. But it got us talking about the fact that like when we go to events, I want to dance. I want to dance all night long. I want to grind up on people. I may want to disappear to the playrooms. I want to have like that 
kind of party experience and that's not your thing. No. And while it's totally okay that we are very different in that way, it would also be very nice for us to find people who are a little bit more in alignment with us on those things as regular play partners. Yeah. And it, it just makes sense because the events like this, or I should say situations like this that kind of bring these things very clearly to light, we operate differently inside of events and, you know, in, in different aspects of the lifestyle. It's Social what's, situations. Yeah. What's comfortable for you is not so much for me and vice versa. Well, and we feel each other getting tugged towards the other person. Like I'm, I'm tr- dragging you into situations that you don't necessarily want to be in. And at the same time, I feel like I am kind of tempering what I want to do because I know that you're not going to be as comfortable with it. Yeah. And then of course I feel bad because I want you to have a good time. But for me, I resist a lot of the the kind of thing that happens at these events. And I have a difficult time wrapping my head around what's happening and still being a part of it because I, I very quickly check out and that's not, that's not good for you. Yeah. You know? So the idea that you could find a regular play partner, a Clint type person that we genuinely like and trust and have a, a relationship with and that you would be comfortable and I would be comfortable with you going to events and different places because that person wants to kind of interact the same way you do because you and I don't interact socially the same way. Yeah. Also, we want different things from in terms of play style as well, where you would be probably somewhat comfortable had it not been fucking freezing playing in one of the cabanas and you know on one of the beds and kind of getting involved in some of that if were there any going on i'm not that's not my thing right you know i prefer a much more private one-on-one type situation and so you know i resist that kind of play you and know? I want to have some wild, crazy experiences that I can look back on when I'm 80 years old and be like, wow, that was fucking badass. And yeah. I don't want to not have those experiences because that's not your thing. So we've right. just talked about being more autonomous and really you know, developing the type of relationship that we know that we're capable of, which is doing things on our own and being okay with it. Yeah, absolutely. That's just something we're going to be continuing to work towards. And I think the first big part of that is finding the right person or or people to make that happen with. Yeah. So that's just going to be a focus of our play for a while, trying to find people that make a little bit more sense for us individually and, you know, continuing to talk through it and and be as open to those things as we possibly can. Going to have to. Yeah. It makes it just makes it's sense. It's the beauty of our relationship when you think about it. Well, though. it's constant evolution. Again, we were just talking about this uh, last night in the tub. We are constantly moving the needle, right? We think we're going in one direction. We go to an event. We go to a new town. We get a new experience. It's like, nope, no, no. We we need to change course. Yep. This makes more sense. And you know, just being able to recognize that is a big deal. You've got to be open to changing the plan. Just the way or it is. not having a plan and allowing things to happen naturally. That's really what it is more well, so than anything. Well, that's a very tall order for you and I. Not I mean, for me. For me, it is. <laughs> not having a plan is very difficult. But being able to alter said plan, I, I'm getting better at that. Yeah. And recognizing it. So that's where we're headed. So single guy tip of the week. Uh, I think that guy made the, the right move. He made himself vulnerable first. And I think once you do that, it drop, just drops everybody's guard and just makes the conversation a little bit more fluid and easy. Yeah. And also have an idea of what it is you want and be able to actually articulate that to other people. Yeah. If you're not at that point, you're going to have problems in the lifestyle, at least long term. Yeah. Just don't be generic. I mean, that's really what it is, right? We see so much of that generic 
generic shit. Yeah. Yeah. Be be original and, and really be yourself. Just to figure out who you who you want to be and you know what you're looking for. Absolutely. So we have a very hot story that we are going to tell you about today. We've been waiting, holding on to it. It's so fucking fun and so different for us. And it's also with two of our very favorite people in the entire yes. world at this point. They are so amazing. Who, yes, two amazing people that we're going to see tonight at a new place for I think cocktails. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to talk about them shortly, but first we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens as a supplement to what is already a very high-functioning diet and exercise program for me. As those of you who know me know, I take it very seriously, my fitness and my exercise, and I'm always looking for an edge. I wanted better gut health and a superior immune system. I found that with Athletic Greens. I am not a fan of taking pills. I don't care for vitamins. I wanted a supplement that absolutely would work. And frankly, that would taste great. And Athletic Greens takes care of that for me. Also, as far as travel, just got back from a vacation for the weekend. I'm able to take Athletic Greens with me on the road. It's the easiest thing in the world. It is actually the first thing I consume in the morning for hours before I ever put any food in my system. It gives me great energy for my workouts, and it just makes me feel good throughout the day. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics. It's lifestyle-friendly, so whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's going to work with your diet, and it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially headed into the dreaded cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look after your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com FPS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com FPS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Everly Well. If you make pleasure a priority in your life, and we assume you do since you're listening to this podcast, your sexual health should also be top of mind. Knowing your STD status protects you and your partners, and now you can discreetly test at home with Everly Well. Everly Well at-home lab tests give you physician-reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness, all at an affordable and transparent cost. Here's how it works. Everly Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with every Everything needed for a simple sample collection. Using the prepaid shipping label, you mail your test back to a certified lab, and in just days, your physician-reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device. It couldn't be easier. We are so excited. We just ordered our STD screening test from Everly Well. They're being sent to us, and we're excited to take them and send them in and get our results quickly because for us, our sexual health is incredibly important. As much as we play, as much as we are active, this is something that makes it so much easier and more convenient for us to make sure that we're keeping up with our testing schedules. And for listeners of the show, offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash FPS. That's everlywell.com slash FPS for 20% off your at-home lab test. everlywell.com slash FPS. 
For many of you listening right now, it is probably very cold outside. Bring the warmth into the bedroom with the Dipsy app. If you're looking to heat things up, there's a story waiting for you today. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories, and now they even have brand new written stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the story to life anytime and anywhere. So close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe, shame-free way. What I personally love most about Dipsy is there's always new stories launching, so you're never going to get bored. You don't have to listen to the same stuff over and over again, and you might even and learn something new about your desires and fantasies. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash FPS, dipsystories.com slash FPS. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. We are constantly being asked what the best sex toys on the market are. And guess what, guys? Promescent has taken a lot of the guesswork out of it for you because they have some of the top luxury sex toys available on their website. Go check them out now. They only put the best stuff up on the site. So you know that anything you're purchasing from Promescent is going to be a high quality product that is going to help with your pleasure. And the best part is you can also combine it with some of Promescent's other amazing bedroom wellness products like their lubes, their massage oils, condoms, and so much more. Head on over to Promescent.com today to see all of the products that they offer. And you can also get 15% off when you use our promo code fps 15 off. Again, that's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com and use our promo code FPS 15 off for 15% off of your order today. So we've been sitting on this experience for a bit. And I think part of that is because, you know, it was New Year's Eve, right? We're not huge fucking New Year's Eve kind of party people. Now, put this into perspective, we had the opportunity and we're invited to a number of events for New Year's Eve. I mean, fuck, it's Vegas and, you know, we've made a lot of very cool friends here, but that's just not our scene. So at all. Yeah. So the idea that we had the opportunity to spend it with an amazing couple that we just adore just made a lot more fucking sense to us. And let's face it, they're sexy. We've seen them naked before and we thoroughly enjoy it. So there was no fucking (laughs) reason not to just continue that tradition. And while we don't put a lot of efficacy into like the New Year's thing. I mean, it's a milestone for us. It is the first one that we've experienced here together as residents of Las Vegas. And I cannot think of a better way to bring it in. Well, the way that you and I were talking about it before we decided that we were going to hang out with this couple, because like you said, we got invited to some parties. And all I can think of in my head is like all of these places are at capacity. It's fucking hot in there. Everyone's drinking super heavily. That is not sexy to us. And what's completely polar opposite to that and super fucking sexy is being able to hang out with these people alone because we really enjoy them. There's a lot of great kind of sexual chemistry that flies around with them. And the idea of being in a nice, quiet house with the very high likelihood of sex happening on top of it was like, why would we not fucking do that? Well, see, that's the part that always escapes me about the lifestyle. I, I have a difficult time when people say, oh, no, we really like to go to the, the crazy parties and do the nightclub thing. And, you know, we want to go out and, and, you know, drink and just do this party. The inevitability of it is, I think, for most people in this space, 
ideally what you want to happen, right, is at the end of the evening or the end of whatever, you want to be naked with some sexy people, right? right? Like that's the goal. Right. Okay. Why don't we just circumvent all of that bullshit? <laughs> Right. I don't just get naked. Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, just just even the playing field a little bit. Stack the, the deck in your direction. It's like, OK, we'll bring some wine and champagne. We'll bring some, you know, some good gourmet food. We'll go to their beautiful home. It'll just be us. It's intimate. And there's the very high likelihood that we will be naked with these people. Yes. So we don't have to go and fight traffic. We don't have to fight the crowds. We don't have to do all the bullshit. Try to find a place to park. We can just do exactly what everyone wants to do without the crazy. For me, I don't, there's not, that's not even a conversation. Some people like the crazy. It's just not I guess. Thing. It's, no, it's just not for me. So we went to their house. Like you said, we brought some wine, some champagne, some charcuterie. And we kind of stood around for a little while just talking and catching up with them, which is probably my favorite thing about this couple and why they have quickly become some of our favorite people to spend time with. Because honestly, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. I enjoy them. They're going to yeah. be fun. They're going to be funny. We're going to have great, silly banter. It's it's not going to be all focused around sex, which is right. a big deal for us. So, I mean, these are very much social swingers like we are. And you feel it when you're around them. Well, we're just sitting in their living room on the floor. All of us are barefoot, drinking wine, eating, you know, meats and cheeses and just laughing, having a good time. And, you know, we got to their house. At, I think it was like seven o'clock or six thirty or something. And all of a sudden. She says, hey, guys, it's like an hour before midnight. Should we just go get naked? Time just flew I'm like, by. I was no. like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's I'm like, 11? that can't be. There's no way. She's like, no, 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 it's it's 11 o'clock. I mean, all of a sudden, it's, you know, you're two or three bottles of wine in, and you're just bullshitting and laughing and having a good time. And then it's like, okay, let's get naked because we got about an hour before it's midnight. Right. I mean, how much better does it, can it get? Yeah. And the fact that she was just so comfortable to say that, well, you know, it was yeah. just so matter of fact, like, hey, guys, I don't know if you know or not, but we have an hour until midnight. So if anyone wants to fuck, this is probably the time. We're Now's like, the time. Oh, yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when the hostess says, let's go fuck, that's kind of what's going to happen. You so know, let me also say this. I was out of commission for this play session. You were. I knew going into it that I was not going to be playing. As the day. Well, I didn't tell them ahead of time. Oh, you though. didn't? No, I did not. So I, because it's always so fucking awkward having that conversation. I don't know. I get weird about it, even with people that we like and know. So my whole thing is like, I know that she's going to want to fuck you. And if I just watch or even if I just hang out and the three of you play, so not a big deal. Right. Once again, another reason we really like this couple, because no matter what happens, nobody's going to have their feelings no. hurt. I'm not going to feel left out. I'm totally OK with whatever happens. Yeah. No one's got any hang ups about that at all. This couple plays very much like we do. They can play together in the right circumstance. They are a hot wife couple. So clearly they play separately. He plays separately as well, just like I do. It's really a, a man. You talk about seamless interaction and just seamless company. They're just amazing people. For us, it doesn't get better. So she says we should go upstairs and play if we want to play. Right. That's when I revealed I am out of commission, but I would love to either watch or, you know, my mouth might be available, but I just want to kind of lay it out Let's there. Let's be clear. Your mouth is often available. I thought you were going to say always available and I was going to correct you. So. Often. <laughs> often. That's a very good way to put it. It is often available. Yes. Yes. So, and it was once again, so chilled. Nobody made a big deal about it. It was just like, okay, cool. So we decide that I am going to kind of watch the three of you play together and I cannot describe to you guys how fucking hot that is for me. I am such a voyeur, especially when you are the one 
that I'm voyeuring. Well, also, she asked you if you would take pictures, yes. which is very unusual for us. We rarely ever do that. And frankly, very few people ask. So I wasn't aware of that until we all, of course, make our way upstairs. Uh, she's the first one naked, which I just love. I very Always. quickly take all my clothes <laughs> off. And I don't believe that he was naked right away. You guys were kind of watching from the sidelines. Well, it was very cute. He went and got me a chair and he yeah. kind of put it by the bed at a place that I could easily watch and take some photos if I wanted to. And so I'm kind of sitting there and you guys immediately get naked. Yes. I'm completely clothed. I even still have a scarf on. And yes, the, the husband is also dressed. And he and I are kind of just rubbing on each other, watching you guys start to rub on each other. Yeah, I very quickly, I think she was laid down on the bed on her back and I was going down on her and that's when I realized that you were taking pictures because someone said something about oh that's going to be a hot picture yes I was like we're taking pictures I had no idea yes I didn't think I was camera ready but whatever you're always camera ready you're so sexy well it was so fucking hot because I now I couldn't really necessarily see you because to draw the picture She's on her back, on the bed. I am between her legs. Her knees are bent, so or her legs are bent, I should say, and her thighs are up against my ears, which is blocking my view, and you and, the, and her husband are off to the right. Yeah, and so the bed is really... also fairly tall, and I'm it's fucking high. short. So yeah. sitting in this chair, I was just barely peeking over the bed, which was also kind of hot because it felt like, I don't know, like I was just kind of peeping in. Yeah. I wasn't in the experience. I was very much removed, and I could just kind of peer into to what you guys were doing and there was something so fucking erotic about that yeah there, it was also we have to say this is not the norm for us you almost never watch me in this situation never if anyone's watching anybody i'm watching you right so this was again i don't know necessarily it was a first i have to go back to think uh, I know that you watched me with another one of our friends. It's our not couples. the first, but it's been years. The last yeah. time was with a couple in Montana. Yeah. We were at their home. I, once again, was out of commission. And she was excited about that because she hadn't had an MFM in a while. Right. And it was the three of you guys together. And I remember that experience vividly because yeah. it was so hot to be a little bit removed and to kind of be able to just sit back and like perv a little and... And also to see you in that environment because you're kind of buttoned up. You're very buttoned up. Let's be yeah, real. Yeah, for sure. But when you're in the right mental headspace with the right people, you just let go. And it is so sexy to see that side of you. Yeah. And, I, and interestingly enough, when we did that back in Montana, you also were taking pictures and at their request video, yes. if I remember correctly. Yes. So yeah, this is uh so yeah, it's the second time, but it's been a long time. I mean, three years plus probably. It's, yes. it's been a hot second. Yep. And again, we, you know, this couple is so easy to get along with. They're just, they're just fun. In fact, as we're recording this, the day we're recording this, we're having drinks with them tonight. Yes. And I'm just looking forward to seeing them because we just came back from a weekend away at an event that they have attended. And I am just excited to talk to them and kind of exchange information and, you know, just kind of see where they're at with everything. I'm, I'm just looking forward to their company. So... I am going down on her, which we've talked about this before. You and I both agree. Amazing pussy. Let's just say, let's just call it what it, it is. It is a beautiful pussy. I mean, I find a lot of pussies beautiful. Same. I think that there can be a lot of different shapes and sizes to pussies and they're all very nice, but there is something very aesthetically pleasing about her pussy. Yes, absolutely. There is. And she just looks so good naked. 
You know, I mean, there's just something about her that looks amazing naked because she's got great tits. It's more than that, though. It's more than just the way she looks naked. It's the way that she moves while you're touching her. Well, yeah. I'm watching this whole thing. I'm sitting on this chair to paint this picture. You are in between her legs. You are licking her. And it's clear that you are giving her so much pleasure because she's arching her back and she's like touching her own tits and kind of wrapping one hand around her neck at one point and she's making these beautiful little noises it's not like loud moans no 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 it's just these soft little noises that make it clear that she's enjoying it and being able to sit back and just see all of it see all of the nuances of what's going on was very exciting because I often think a lot of times when you're in sex if you're the one involved in it you miss out on all of those little things because you're so focused on the pussy licking or the cock sucking or whatever. It's like the action versus all of the little things that make sex really beautiful. Well, also, as we mentioned this before, she's very much in tune with what it is that she wants and needs in terms of reaching that, you know, the ultimate orgasm. Yes. So you, and you saw it, of course you had pictures of it. As I'm going down on her, she finds a rhythm. And once she finds the rhythm, I basically just fall in line in lockstep. And before you know it, She's having an orgasm and it's pretty fucking amazing. Yes. And I'm able to do it with her multiple times because it's just finding the rhythm. So at one point I could tell you were getting her very close because the noises were kind of picking up. She was arching her back more, making those lovely hip movements more rhythmically and faster. So I got behind you and I took a photo at that point. Yeah. And you can't see her face in the photo. You just see kind of her body arching up and you with your hands wrapped around each of her thighs And it's just this intensity between you guys that I literally caught in a photo. It's so fucking hot. Yeah, I got a chance to see them, obviously, after. Well, you and he were taking pictures, so you had different angles, which was really very cool because it was essentially the same picture, just from a different viewpoint, a different vantage point. And yeah, it was very sexy. I am not a fan of my own pictures, but I did enjoy looking at just seeing how it actually looks because, you know, you have an image in your head while you're in the midst of something. Right. And being able to put an image to it is, is pretty legit. But yeah, it was quite fucking hot. And to your point, again, we talked about this. I'm not a guy who typically is comfortable playing in groups. It's just not my thing. But with the right people and the right circumstances, yeah, I just fall into, uh, you know, a rhythm and I just get comfortable. And in that environment, I was very comfortable. And And while this is all happening, I want to say this as well. I am getting up to kind of take pictures once in a while, but a lot of it is me seated with her gorgeous husband touching me, rubbing my back. I'm rubbing his leg. At one point, he kind of starts to take some clothing off and I think he's going to jump in with you guys. And that's not exactly what happens. In fact, I stood up at one point to take a photo and he reaches around me and I feel his cock rubbing up against my leg and my ass and I'm like oh this is so hot and he starts kissing me kissing on my neck and there was this one moment that once again going to be seared in my mind for a long fucking time you had just given her an orgasm but we're continuing to go down on her and at that moment as I'm seeing all of this pleasure that you're providing her he starts licking and sucking on my earlobe and on that little spot right under my ear and it is sending these shivers down my body so it's like i get all of the visual sensation that i love on top of this amazing physical sensation on my ear and neck and he's like breathing hot air onto me it was just perfect it was a perfect little moment 
Yeah, and at some point right around that time, I'm sure, is when I said, you know, I'm pretty sure that Brenna told me when we left the house that she might want a cock in her mouth. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> and so sure enough, you Which were kind of funny enough. because I told you going into it, I was like, I would, if someone wanted me to go down on them, I would. Yeah. But I would also still just like to sit back and watch yeah, absolutely. more so than anything. And you did mostly. So I did get on my knees for a few minutes, though, and suck his amazing cock. And that was also fun because he positioned me so that his back was to you guys. Yeah, you could watch. And I could kind of peer around him just a little bit to watch you guys. So I would be sucking his cock and kind of lightly touching on his balls. And then I would stop and stroke his cock and kind of peek my head around him to see what you guys are doing. And you're still just going to town on her. And that was also about the time I think you guys switched positions where she started sucking your cock you positioned yourself up against the headboard yeah. and so you were kind of sitting up and she starts sucking your cock so then i see you know your cock in this beautiful woman's mouth while her husband's cock is in my hand and then in my mouth it was very sexy yeah i wish i kind of moved away uh, for a moment from going down on her and we were making out a little bit and i was just absolutely playing with her amazing tits for uh, just a short period of time and then she said she wanted to suck my cock so i just positioned myself as you said up against the headboard and just brushed her hair away from her face she's got kind of shoulder length hair and uh get it out of her face and she sucked my cock and was licking my balls and the whole time now i'm able to watch you suck on his cock simultaneously how is that for you? So, well, it's it's super fucking hot. Now, I could, again, like you said, his back was to us and I could see a little bit of your face. So it was kind of one of those things where like, you know, if I had moved a little further to the left, I would almost not have been able to see you, but I would have known what was going on, yeah. you know? I'm sure you could have heard. It was uh, a yeah, lot of slurping. For sure. <laughs> but, you know, concentrating on, on uh, paying attention to her and then looking at you, you know, it, I, I get ADD about the whole fucking thing, but it's very, it was very sexy to have those things going on at the same time, even though you and I weren't necessarily connected in that moment, right. you know, only visually. I mean, we could see each other to some degree. Well, but, but I think that's why this was fun for me, because while we were having separate little experiences, there was some connection there. At one point yes. I looked up at you, I was stroking his cock. He's running his hands through my hair. I think he had taken my scarf off at this point, which was like, what the fuck? Why do I still have my yeah, scarf Why are you still on? wearing this well, thing? Well, I'm sucking cock. That's weird. But anyway, I look over at you and you and I make eye contact. And you like flash me this look like you're super fucking into it. And it was such a driver for me. So even though they are separate experiences, there was some magnetism going back and forth between the two groups. For sure. It, well, yeah. I mean, and to say that they were connected is an understatement because what happens next is after what seemed like maybe 10 or 15 minutes of her sucking my cock, which is always lovely, he is already completely naked. So now she kind of maneuvered herself. She turned a little bit to her right. So her so her ass is kind of in your direction now, yours and his. He came up from behind her while she was sucking my cock. Yeah, but, but you have to wait because the best part of this was it was very sexy for me. He and I are, were engaging with each other. We go back to making out for a second. And then he's like, I'm going to park you right here right. because I have to get my hands on her. Yes. And I was like, that is fucking hot. Yeah. So she positioned herself in such a way that he, he could. And he's kind of touching her and he's fingering her and he's just playing with her pussy a little bit. And I'm watching this entire thing because her pussy is angled at me right. now. I'm sitting in the chair and it's like... I see straight pussy and ass and he's rubbing her ass from behind and fingering her and he reaches around and grabs her tit at the same time. And I just have this perfect view of all of it. Yeah. So now it's, you know, he and I basically playing with her and you are very literally the voyeur just 
you know, I mean, you're just a few feet away from the bed. And we were doing that for in that position for a good period of time until he eventually got on the bed as well. So all of us were on the bed. And that's about the time where we kind of positioned her on her back. And now we were going to pay attention to her, yes. essentially, right? Yes. That's how this was going to go. So I reached over to the nightstand where you very kindly put condoms and got put a condom on. And I start fucking her while she's on her back. And she's sucking his cock. Yes. And he's making out with her. And he's rubbing her tits. And, you know, we're all three of us on the bed. You're still kind of seated in that position with bird's eye view. And it was just hot to be able to do that. And not so much that you, you know, I didn't want you involved. But the idea that you were there and not involved was really kind of intense because that's never really the thing with us. Yeah. Well, I kind of figured that I was giving you a little bit of <laughs> anxiety because you kept looking over at me and I so badly wanted to be like, no, look at her. Yeah. Because you guys have such a great connection when you are focused on each other. And that's when I realized like, okay, I might need to step away. Before I did though, you stopped fucking her and yes. you got off the bed and they were playing together. They yeah. got into like a little bit of a 69 position and and you came over and stuck your cock in my mouth. Yes. And so I got on my knees to give you better access to my mouth. And you start face fucking me, basically. And I'm rubbing on your legs. Meanwhile, I still have a view of the two of them. So out of the corner of my eye, I can see them playing with each other. And again, it's it's like all of this energy just flowing back and forth. And it was really fun. But then when you got another condom, as in you were getting ready to fuck her again, that's when I was like, okay, I don't want to make Brian feel weird. And I also felt a little pervy. I love being that voyeur. But for whatever reason, I was like, ah, I just feel like maybe the three of them need a couple minutes together just, well, to, just to hang. Yeah. And I, I well, first of all, I got back on the bed. Uh, I'm again on my back. She moved over and was sucking my cock. And at one point they were both sucking my cock. Yes. And that's when you came around and kind of, you disappeared at, at one point. And I thought, well, where the hell did she go? Now, I didn't realize it right away because shortly thereafter, he moved away. We kind of put her back on her back and I was fucking her again. And uh, he's kind of off to the side and he's rubbing on her and they're kissing and all that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm trying to put her leg, like I had her on her, laying on her right side, kind of, and had her left leg wrapped around me yes. and gave him a little bit more access. And that was about the time I realized, oh, okay, you, you stepped out. So I thought, well, maybe she went to use the restroom or whatever. But uh, this is going on for a while, you yes. know. I'm fucking her, you know, from the side, then from behind. He's also got his cock in her mouth. And we're really paying all the attention to her, right? Which is Which, wonderful. I think she loves it, so. Well, yeah, absolutely. And it's not often that I get the opportunity to do that with somebody else because we just typically aren't in the situation to do that. Well, and you really have to feel comfortable. If it's going yes. to be a situation where there's multiple people and there's a lot going on and a lot of options for distraction yeah. or a lot of opportunity for distraction, I know you well enough to know that you really need to like people to do that. So the fact that you can do it with them says a lot. Yeah, well, listen, we I genuinely like them as as people, which is a huge fucking deal for me to be that comfortable. But there was a there's just a sexually charged environment and with she and I there's a lot of that sexual energy which is just so fucking hot. And she makes it very easy. <laughs> so, at one point he kind of moved aside and he got off the bed and I'm not sure did he go down to check on you? Yeah, he came down and asked what was going on and okay. if I it grabbed some waters and I explained to him at that point like I'm totally good. I'm just going to sit down here and chill for a couple minutes. 
minutes and let you guys do your thing. I just, I wanted to give you guys the opportunity to really focus completely on her. Yeah, well, I absolutely did because now, of course, we're, I realized that we're by ourselves and figured, okay, maybe they went downstairs to play a little bit or whatnot, because we've done that with them before where we have separated and gone into separate rooms, started in one room and all of us, you know, we end up separating as couples. So uh, yeah, she and I continue to have amazing sex. And, you know, look, I just enjoy her company. Her energy is amazing. She says all these crazy naughty things in my ear, which Ooh, I just love. Saying? Well, she just, it's typically, I love your cock and fuck me harder. And so, you know, that's all you got to say to me, you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Done and done. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and so, yeah, we had a great fucking time. She came uh, and very quickly thereafter, I came because I was absolutely pounding her as hard as I could. And in typical fashion get cleaned up and lay there and just talk and laugh for, you know, what seems like 10 or 15 minutes. It ends up being 30 minutes, you know, and eventually we make our way you know naked downstairs to see what you guys are up to and to get some water and kind of cool down. And now it's almost time for, it's almost midnight, right? It's almost like new Year's. So we threw some clothes on and again, we're at one point we're having wine and cheese in the living room. We're all upstairs fucking and sucking each other. Then we're downstairs, <laughs> fully dressed, drinking champagne, waiting for the, the clock to strike midnight. As seamless and comfortable a situation as you could possibly want or ask for in this space. And again, no drama whatsoever. Zero. There was no weirdness about me being there and then leaving. And, the, you know, I think people were definitely checking on me, both you and the other husband asked if yes. I was doing okay, which I really appreciated, but I would hope you know at this point that, you know, I'm going to be good no matter what. It's just yeah, not, I, yeah. it's no big deal. I was just giving you guys a little bit of space. I wasn't concerned about it. I knew what you were doing. I just, you know, I, at first I thought, well, she must've just went into the restroom or whatever. Once I didn't see you come back, I, I thought, okay, she's just giving us our time, which it's amazing. She and I are, we're playing, we have a date tomorrow, actually, Tuesday. And we played last week. Spoiler alert: You played with him last week, also as a surprise to me. You didn't know he was going to be here. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit because we may not talk about the this particular interlude in its entirety because it was one of those things that we've never done before. It was new to us in that I was playing with her. You guys, everyone knew that. I did not know that you were had him over our place. So and you guys surprised I me. I with all of them. Yeah. So she she was messaging us while he and I were together to let us know when you were leaving their house and yes. all of that kind of stuff. It was just this fun little surprise that we kind of all three of us collectively had for you. And yeah, I mean, that's the type of thing that I fucking love about these people. The fact that we trust them enough to do that, that they're fun enough to do that kind of stuff with us. Yeah. And that there's no concern or worry about whatever is going on. And they're really fun fucking good in bed. Well, they're hot. So I get, you know, obviously I don't know anything about what you guys are up to. Uh, all I'm doing is thinking about her naked. She answers the door when I get there in a t-shirt and panties, which, you know, come on, you fucking kidding me. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> so right away we're upstairs, we're naked and just having amazing, hot, sweaty monkey sex. I'm not even thinking that he's at our place fucking you. Right. I had no idea. So by the time I'm done an hour, an hour and a half, whatever, I get home. He's already left or just left. I guess I just missed him. You tell me this. And then... You... Actually, I said, was her husband home while you were playing with her? And you're like, I don't 
know. I don't think so. I was like, trust me, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, because he was here fucking me. I'm like, what? How, how did that escape me? So yeah, then you and I, of course, proceed to have hot, sweaty monkey sex based on all of that. So you and I had two very separate you know, experiences on that particular day and then come together and have this amazing experience because of those two experiences. So, you know, it was just, it was just amazing. And when people say, well, we don't understand the separate play thing. Well, that's right there. That, that is ultimately what it's about is having those separate experiences only to come together and, and it culminates in an experience between us. Well, it's more than that, though. It was the surprise element of it. It was me getting giddy and excited to tell you about it. And I mean, that really is the reason we do it, period, because we get to have these little surprises to share with each other that we know are going to drive the other person fucking crazy. Well, listen, we had an amazing New Year's Eve with them. You and I experienced something that we had not experienced in a very long time, which was, you know, again, you being the voyeur, me being the person playing. I got to play with both of them and only to to come together, you know, shortly thereafter, an hour or so later and ring in the new year with, you know, amazing new friends. That is very rare. Those that's the kind of thing when it pertains to the lifestyle that. I like that. That's what I'm looking for out of all of this. You know, you go back to, you know, this event we just attended in Palm Springs while we had a a really cool time, you know, because you and I went someplace we had not been together before and experienced some new stuff. I'm okay with events. I I just as soon have these more intimate kind of situations with people that I genuinely care about. Right. That's really what it's about for me. I like both. But yeah, I can completely understand what you mean because this is a really special thing. It doesn't come around all the time that no. you find people that you enjoy close on and close off time with as much as we do with these people. Yeah. And and also the level of trust that's there and the the understanding that there is no drama between the four of us is what I appreciate most. Because that's, it's one of the reasons we have steered clear of couples for the most part. Because yeah. the amount of emotional energy that goes into it and the, the possibility for dramatic explosions and all of this shit it's just too much and it's not who we are so to find people who are the same as us who just want to have these fun connections and friendship but nothing more complicated than that it's really refreshing well you know we're texting last night or yesterday afternoon actually you and i were at lunch and she and i are texting you're texting with him you guys are really the ones that make the plans, you and he, for for all of us. And then she's texting me like, hey, it looks like they're potentially want to get together tomorrow night, but Tuesday afternoon, I'm available if you want to come and fuck me. I'm like, uh, yeah, let's pencil that in. Let's make, <laughs> let's make that happen. We'll worry about their plans later. And, you know, she's like, yep, absolutely. If we get together, great. If not, see you Tuesday at one o'clock. And then, of course, I get there and she just, you know, she's either wearing lingerie or panties and a t-shirt and it's just so sexy and seamless, you know? And then after, we can all go out and have drinks or dinner like nothing ever happened yep you know that's what i'm looking for and that's that's the thing that i i most cherish about this space i enjoy those moments yeah same it was special we had a special new year's in case you guys can't tell we're we both did. kind of beaming at each other as we're talking well, about the it. the two new year's eves that that stick out in my mind obviously are that one and the one that we spent with our other lifestyle friends back in montana yeah you know i mean we again Jessica and Roger yeah Jessica and Roger that's right yeah so yeah I mean look we've been very fortunate to meet the right when we play with couples they're the right couples yes you know that's what it boils down to we're very lucky to have these people in our lives so yes great new years great play sessions since then and I think you know this week is going to be interesting because we're jumping back into the hot wife space I am yeah we've taken a few weeks break a hiatus if you will and I miss it I need to get railed by a hot single dude 
very, very soon. And it sounds like I'm going to have that opportunity. So, of course, we're excited to share that with you guys. For sure. Of course, if you want to hear more behind the scenes details of what we have going on in our lives, we would love for you to check out our bonus episodes. This week, we cover a little bit more Palm Springs info for you. We also have some great teasers of some events coming up on that bonus episode. So we would love for you to check all of that out. Yeah. And what's important to note when it comes to our Patreon members, which, you know, man, we just adore all those folks. Our Telegram group is the most fun place to be. You know, when we are getting ready to do Pod Bash 2022, which we are in the process of planning, the first people to get that information is going to be our our Telegram group and our uh, Patreons because we want them there with us. They're going to get the first opportunities at all those things. And, you know, it just, uh, they just mean so much to us. Absolutely. And we want to say a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are Velvet, Anthony, Tim, and Jason. Thank you guys for jumping on board. We appreciate it so much. And we look forward to bringing you lots of exclusive bonuses there. As mentioned, I had a play session last week that is now up on OnlyFans. It is fun. It is such a fun one. I just had a great time with this guy, and I would love for you to check it out at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Of course, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media and TikTok at Front Porch Swingers. And we have our YouTube channel also called Front Porch Swingers that we would love for you to subscribe to. A huge thank you for the new Apple podcast reviews, by the way. We've gotten a, a flush of new ones, and you guys, that means a lot to us because it helps people find our our podcast. It helps us grow. And of course, we like knowing that you enjoy the show. So if you have not done so already, we would love a review on Apple Podcasts. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. Lots of fun coming up. This week is going to be an action-packed one to say the least. And of course, we're going to share that with you guys. Anything else from you? Yep. Whole lot of stuff coming up. Stay tuned. We've got some naughty hot wife shit happening. That's for sure. Uh, And some more event info coming your way. So stick around. Hell yes. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.